Claudia, and we're just two ladies talking about ladies. We wanted to create a safe space for women to voice their opinions on various topics about life and share their stories. We hope you enjoy this episode, and thanks for hanging. Hello! Thanks for stopping by today. We've got a very special guest with us tonight. Um, she is a singer in Boomcat, the band. <laughs> she is a writer and a mother, and she's a holistic healer. Um, her business is called Hudson Valley Meditation. Um, our guest is Anne Byrne. <laughs> um, and I've known Anne for a while now. It feels like I've known her forever. <laughs> Um, yeah. So Anne and Crystal haven't met in real life. So this is me introducing them because I feel like they have similar souls. So I felt like this was going to be like a really fun conversation to have today. So yeah. Crystal, you want to say hi? (laughs) Yeah. Hi, Anne. It's so nice to, you know, officially meet you via Zoom, you know, with everything going on, but I'm really excited to get to know you and, uh, learn about what you do for a living and just, you know, how it is for you to be a woman and be amazing. Thank you. Hi guys. Thanks. That was a nice introduction. (laughs) I don't even know what to do with that. (laughs) But thank you so much. It is my pleasure to be here with uh, two forces of good (laughs) that we need so desperately right now in our lives. So Good. I'm really excited that you guys are doing this podcast. Aw, thank you. I no think problem. I really wanted you to come on because during like quarantine, you were posting <laughs> a bunch of videos about meditation and it mm-hmm. was honestly the first time I've ever sat down and was still for that long, like ever in the 25 years of life I've had. Oh, that's awesome. And it was also just like, it reminded me that a lot of the anxiety and roller coaster of emotions I was feeling wasn't just mine. It was the energy from the whole world, like mourning at the same time. And it kind of like lessened the load, like sitting with myself and like realizing those things. <laughs> oh, that's great to hear. Thank you. It's a, that's the point, right? Is to mm-hmm. lessen our loads, no matter how we can with yep. each other right? For each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also like understand that like we're all part of the same system or ecosystem or whatever you want to call it. Like all of our energies really touch each other's and we feed off of each other's energies and like being aware of your energy and keeping it for yourself is a very important thing. And I think that having healers like you out there helping people figure that out is really amazing. And what, that's what we need in this world is more people containing their energy and working on their own energy. <laughs> oh, very excellent. Wow, that is very deep. <laughs> For a quarter Thanks. of a century. <laughs> Fantastic. I smoke a lot of weeds, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can speak to that. as a healer right and a meditation (laughs) teacher those days are gone right for me personally like I have to keep the channels open and I start doing that stuff 
and forget it. The channels are totally closed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so interesting. I feel like, um, I don't know. I've had like a very interesting relationship with cannabis and I feel like it really opens me in ways that like lets things move more freely. I, I don't know. I feel like I am less self-conscious or something. That's I am so pro anybody that has a good experience with weed. Mm. I think that's amazing. I really, really do, you know, and you all have a personal experience. Do you um, imbibe, Crystal? Uh, No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So come on. It's our journey. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's everybody has their own experiences, right? And what's good for me now or what's good for you now, you know, Mm. might not be good for you in six months or whatever. I feel like it's all like an evolution, you know, something that was able to help you uh, in the past. I feel like as you grow as a person, as you continue to work on those, you know, inner uh, issues. I'm sorry, the can I, the dog. Because I can't trust even me. focus on what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Give me one second. Okay. So, so yeah. Um, I think that coping mechanisms that you have in the past, you know, they're great um, while you're working through stuff and as you're growing as a person. And I think different things can be like almost like a gateway to the next level of understanding for yourself and personal growth. So, like, I always like to try new things. Like, I've done. Um, the sensory deprivation tanks wow. and stuff like that. That was a really, really fantastic experience. I would highly recommend it if you're really um, in tune with yourself and you're able to control your thoughts. It's a really, really cool experience. Like things like that. I always love trying different meditations and different forms of uh, healing. So I think it's always, it's fun. Like it's always evolving and you can always try new things, which is really great. Were you in a flotation tank? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done, we've done those a couple of times. It's wild. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to be claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And um, because you are shut in the dark and you're floating in a tank, obviously flotation tank. That's what it means. <laughs> And I, I wasn't, it was very, it was like, almost like a womb like experience. I don't know what your experience was, but that was mine. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I was a little worried that I was going to get, um, a type of vertigo. I've had vertigo in the, in the past. So that was one thing like the weightlessness, not having a horizon sort of, um, but it really put me in a situation to be in control of my thoughts and stay calm. Cause even when I started to feel that sort of uneasy feeling like in my inner ear and stuff, I just tried to stay calm and there's no distractions, which I think is the biggest part of it. Like every second of every day, we've got stimuli, what you're seeing, smelling, hearing, tasting, it's your brain is bombarded every second of every day. So I feel like not having all those distractions actually allowed me to almost take control over it and not let it uh, get me to a point of panic or anxiety. 
It was a really, really cool experience for me. I'd love to do it again. Yeah. And if I could just say about distraction, right? I teach um, teenagers meditation, you know, how to meditate. And I do a course with them. And that is my biggest thing is trying to get um, them to just think about letting go of the screen, right? A little oh, bit yeah. to because... So it, it doesn't make sense, but so much of our anxiety is because we can't be alone with ourselves, deeply, truly alone with our thoughts and our feelings, right? So then we try to distract ourselves out of those and then mayhem ensues because <laughs> there's no way there's like, I like to use the analogy of a beach ball, right? Like you try to push it underwater. If you've ever held a beach ball underwater, mm -hmm. what does it do? It pops back up. You just can't mm -hmm. keep it down. Right. So yeah, it's a good point. You, you can't yeah. hide from yourself. No. That's like <laughs> it's, it's interesting how, like, I feel like, I don't know, this is a generalization, but most of the people in my life who I've opened up to and started a conversation like this with, they've, everyone has like hid from themselves and hid from their emotions. And like, I personally feel like the world taught me that my emotions were bad and that they were too big and that feeling them was a wrong thing to do. And is it because of the society that we live in that we feel this way, do you think? Or like, is it an internal like human thing just to avoid ourselves? Or I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I I have I have something to say about that, right? As I'm a professional lady, I've been being one for like I was saying before, almost 57 years of being a lady. So in tapped into my feminine, right? And what you're talking about, in my opinion, is that um, the feminine, the female, is mm -hmm. deeply, mm -hmm. deeply emotional and a beautiful and intuitive way right and we are not we society mm -hmm. does not encourage that at all and the masculine the toxic masculinity really um are so afraid of that that they try to um damp it down they try to mm -hmm. get us to not be in touch with those gifts those are gifts to be mm -hmm. able to have that, to be deeply emotional, mm -hmm. right? And to be intuitive as yeah. a woman. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how, I guess it's not interesting. It makes sense. <laughs> we all live in this patriarchy and yeah. we're all made to feel small and little. And it's like a superpower to be so emotional and to be so in touch with your emotions that you can like use it for good and like just to like power yourself forward it's scary when someone is so confident and like in touch with their inner emotions and they're just like going through life and especially when it's like a woman you're like damn <laughs> like how do I do that like how do I get there <laughs> through years and years of self-love and <laughs> affirmations. 
You know, I teach, I am, a, oh, whose cuckoo clock is going off? This is fantastic. This is exactly what 2020 needs, a cuckoo clock in the back. You must be at your parents. Is it you, Crystal? That is yeah. so amazing. Are little, like, um, people coming out of it? Oh my god, it's that's a the real best. one from Germany. Oh it's my like god, a legit cuckoo clock. That's but, amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Not on the right time either. It's She has her own time. That clock, okay? She's on her time. I'm so sorry. Uh -huh. This is like the most chaotic. No, it's, it's, best. it's perfect. <laughs> I mean, a cuckoo clock just went off and we're trying to talk about the patriarchy. I mean, come on. That, there that's we a go. Gift. That's a gift from the universe right there, kiddo. It's, it's keeping the mood light, right? That's all sure. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Crystal, how do you feel like you have come, I don't know how to word it, like how do you, come into yourself <laughs> sounded kind of dirty I didn't mean it that way but. <laughs> whoa all right well I'm, I'm gonna need um, a minute probably now that that's happening here that's a different one right that's a different episode different podcast not that I'm opposed you know but that's not sorry that's what crystal does she I say something inappropriate and she goes don't say that and I'm like you're right oh my gosh yeah we talked about this in our first episode I'm like a nice like lukewarm and Claudia's like the surface of the sun but it's, it's great. We have a nice back and forth. <laughs> mm -hmm. Beautiful. But, um, to answer your question, I feel like it's, it has definitely been like a long journey for me. I think growing up, I had a really hard time with my sense of self and my identity. Um, and I had a lot of strong emotions regarding that lack of identity and lack of self. I thought that there was, I thought there was like something wrong with me. Like, why don't I know like who I am or mm -hmm. why don't I have that like confident sense of self that I feel like other people would have. And the strong emotions that I had associated with those thoughts, uh, it was almost like uh, it deepened that insecurity because I am a very, very emotional person and I, I know now that I feel probably the widest range of emotions that people can feel just, just for me talking to people and opening up about it and learning more about other people's experiences. Uh, you know, it, I'm a pretty strong person uh, that I like to stay positive too. That's just something I, I try to wake up every day and just be grateful that I did wake up that day. So mm -hmm. that's sort of like my mantra but when I do have those like negative, like down moments that, you know, nothing necessarily needs to trigger it either. Sometimes you just go get into that lower energy state and it's hard to accept it because you don't want to feel that way. So then you try to fight it. And that's what I would try to do all the time is I would feel myself getting lower and lower and then I get angry at myself. Like, why mm -hmm. is this happening? Why am I letting myself feel this way? 
So it was a very, almost like a toxic, abusive relationship I had with my own self and my own emotions for a while. But it, I think it really just had to do with me changing my perspective on it, changing the way that I viewed how I was feeling and those thoughts associated with it. So I was able to, and this obviously took years and uh, different therapies. I've seen counselors, you know, I've done the sensory deprivation, the meditation, all of these things have allowed me to change my viewpoint on it. So now I'm so grateful. Like when, you know, when I am in that low spot and I'm just crying, laying down in the shower, it's almost like I'm releasing part of myself, mm-hmm. not fighting it. And then mm-hmm. in the middle of that like release where I just let go and I'm not judging myself and I'm just letting everything flow freely. That's when I can almost appreciate I'm like, wow, you know, I'm feeling a real human emotion. Like I feel really alive right now. So I think when I was able to make that shift internally, that's when I was able to really accept myself and accept those big emotions. And it's the same thing when I'm really happy too. Like I'm so, so grateful that I can feel that level of joy and that level of connectivity with other people. I'm also very empathetic. So I love like when other people have big emotions, it like charges my tank, like it charges my batteries. So like if we're all like fired up about something, we're all partying together, we're all celebrating. Like I feel amazing. And it's the same thing with, um, it's the same thing with people that, you know, if one of my friends are feeling sad, like I'll sit there and cry with you. Claudia knows like, moments, like, but that's, we've had some cries. I feel like that's what being human is meant to be about. I Mm -hmm. feel like we try to, I feel like it's scary to people because they don't know when it's going to end or when they're going to come out of it. And I feel like that's a big reason for, you know, a lot of antidepressants or anti-anxiety drugs, obviously people need those too, but I feel like there might be um, a little bit of like over prescribing of those things when sometimes you just need a really good cry, (laughs) you know, you just need to like accept that and like love that part of yourself too. 100%. (laughs) I was talking to someone and we were talking about like ADHD and how I have like a carousel mind and it's just is always spinning and then like a horse will jump off and like go like running off into the distance and I'll come back and then be on the carousel again and we were talking about it and she said that she believes that mind the carousel mind is just like energy trying to escape or just traumas trying to escape my body and they're just like racing around in like silent times and if you just like take those racy moments and you kind of just they're like deep breath and okay so where is this coming from and then target it it's you can release it and like release that racy energy which is amazing but yeah, so that's what Anne helps you with. <laughs> that's so, you guys are so awake and aware. It's crazy. But if I might speak energetically, it's so funny. Um, I get very, I guess, yeah, because you were both saying how different you are, 
right? Mm. I get um, big heart chakra feelings from Crystal where she is in deeply in yes. her feelings, right? And have you heard of empaths, Crystal? Mm. Right. So that's obviously what you are, right? You are an empath. I don't know if you've read anything about that. Uh, not, not a lot. I don't know a lot about it, but I, I have heard the term before. Okay. So, um, that empath, there's a, I, I'll give you a book. I've always got a book. Teach us, teach us. I always <laughs> have a book, right? There's always a book for that. Cause all I do literally is read day and night. Um, but there is a, it's a guide to empaths. It's a great, it's a great book just to start to figure things out. Um, what's real, what's happening and how to, um, like when you take on people's energy, we have to make sure that you are not um, absorbing it, mm. right? And who who's to say you are? I don't know if you are or not. I don't know if you get stress-induced illnesses. I don't know if you catch um, colds easier than other people, right? Those are some of the things that can happen. That is something that I've experienced. I If I take on too much energy, Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding. I get the shingles. I get shingles. Like I've, I've had them like six times in five years, but whatever. So, you know, I have to be really conscientious of that, mm -hmm. that um, your boundaries might be secure enough, mm -hmm. right? And uh, non-porous to where you're okay with that. But so if that's already happening for you, you can, you, that you're, you are holding a space for people. That's so beautiful. You're a whole, you're a container for this just great space. Okay. And holding it for them and healing and uh, sending them love. So that is an amazing thing combined with you, Claudia, right? Where, right. This is my take. There's so much in the head chakra right? There's so much thought and mm -hmm. it is brilliant. Do you have an actual computer file, like a computer brain? Okay. <laughs> your sharpness and it comes out in your writing, right? From what I've noticed about you, your, your sharp, astute mind and your voice, right? Vocally, you're, you have mm -hmm. a voice and really, really great thought processes right? Even though you say that they're spinning like a carousel, for me, I see what spinning is. You probably don't even know what I'm talking about, but there used to be a way that you would view slides, uh -huh. right? You and they would spin around, about? right? You would yeah. like hit the button. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, every, but it stops and mm -hmm. it shows, it projects this mag, this magnified picture what you wanted to see on the wall, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what happens. That's what I see when I see you is that whereas it might be click, 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 there's a lot of thought, focus on that one thought and then magic happens. That's my opinion. That's my, that's, that's my two cents for you two kids. <laughs> so together, right? Together, the two of you are really, really going to do great work and Claudia moving that that thought that great those that great crown chakra in the throat down into the heart center right mm -hmm. and, and down into feeling where it's uh it's like the two of you have two opposite things 
right? You're, you're in your feelings, Crystal, and you are in your mind, <laughs> your thoughts in your head, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we, we, you balance each other by those things. But if you want to bring more into, you know, connecting more with your body, right? Um, as far as feeling, connecting more with your body is so important. It's so important. I'm also very head person. I'm also um, very much in, in the um, crown chakra, right? So I have to make sure that I'm connecting and rooting and grounding. Hey everyone. Um, unfortunately, we lost a piece of our interview with Anne. So I just wanted to jump in real quick and let you all know that she's currently talking about the practice of Reiki. I hope you're having a great time hanging out with us and enjoy the rest of the episode. It's a Japanese hands-on healing technique. But for me, it goes way deeper than that. So I got certified to do Reiki a few years ago to kind of finally give it, give what I do a name, right? Um, And give it a certification. And um, so that it could be better understood. Like if I told people I do this, instead of just saying, hey, man, I was born with a special knowing. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hold your hand so I can tell you everything <laughs> about you? Want to do that? Okay. <laughs> that's weird. But that's really how I did things for so long, you know? And then I finally kind of took that step to where um, not everybody, you know, your reach only goes so far when you're just uh, exposing your gift to your family and friends, mm-hmm. right? And I wanted to try to help more people and it turns out that Reiki instead of just holding somebody's hand and being able to know certain things about them that I shouldn't know and I have no way of knowing right um, I can actually work with their entire chakra system and I can actually help balance their energies and I get so much deeper into the knowing that I have and I get so much more information than I had ever thought possible. Right. Whereas I might be able to tell somebody when I would hold their hand about um, if somebody is like no good for them. Right. Or if something is really right, a job or something like that. Um, I could get into actually like in absolutely bizarre but it happens I tell people what they're deficient in what they need more of as far as um their vitamins and minerals and their herbal and herbs like plants I never expected that to be part of the package right if you would you I don't know would you like me to tell you how that all came to be when I was little why I yeah crazy thing that I've always done you know um it's you know yeah and it actually has a name um it's called Claire Cognizant C-L-A-I-R Cognizance um some people are clairvoyant i'm sure you've heard that right where they mm-hmm. can tell the future kind of thing um some people are clairaudient where they hear things i um have claircognizance where i actually 
just know things that I shouldn't know about people before, sometimes before I even meet them, right? Um, here's a great example. When I was little, um, I was probably about five years old. We lived in Manhattan. That's where I'm from. And uh, my, I got up and I told my mom um, that my aunt, uh, I said, Aunt Peggy broke her nose. Dishes fell down out of the cabinet and hit her in the face. And my mother was like, um, okay, you just had a bad dream. You just woke up. Understandable, right? You would be like, okay, sure. And then my aunt called later on that day to say, I broke my nose. I was at the <laughs> hospital. Dishes fell down on my face, right? So that that is a crazy thing to have to experience. But my parents were very, very religious, very Catholic. And um, it was not, and I, and I understand that now, it was not only frowned upon that sort of knowing, right? We call it Irish witch now, right? My family is like the Irish witch. Um, I'm a hundred, I'm 100% Irish. So I like literally DNA wise. My mom and, is jealous yeah. of you. <laughs> I know, isn't that funny? Like I'm so Irish and I don't even know what that means really. And I've never been there. But anyway, um, so my parents were very religious and that was like, it was, my mother was frightened and I can't blame her. You got to think like this is in the early, this is in the mid sixties, you know, mm. my mom and my dad were born, and my father was born in 1912. Oh my and my gosh. mother was born in 1917. So they were like a million years old when they had me. So I scared the crap out of the, her with that, you know? So uh -huh. it was never something that was like, oh, tell me more. And let's, you know, let's go get some crystals. And, and uh, let's get, let's dig deeper into that, right? So um, that was basically how I knew I had that knowingness, mm -hmm. right? And it would just, uh, during my teen years of those tumultuous teen years, mm -hmm. right? I would know things, but what the hell did I really know? I didn't know what I was doing with myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And as I got older, um, I would start to be able to tell my friends that like, oh, you are pregnant and I might know that the, my friend was going to lose the baby. Mm. So there was like this weirdness that would be like, how much information do I tell? Yeah. Um, and it didn't scare me. It was just something like being right-handed, you know, it was that mm -hmm. natural to me. And then of course, right. I want to test these theories. So I'd always have to make sure that, you know, I would just be in the background for finding out if like, if things really happened the way I thought they were going to happen uh -huh. before I really started to tell people about it, wow. you know, cause I didn't want to be like this person that was like giving them an idea. Right. I don't want to be impress my mm -hmm. uh, thoughts on somebody else. My, my, I, my values on somebody else either I have to be very careful about that. Mm -hmm. So now I have to be invited. You have to invite me to do things. And then we, and, and you give me your permission and then 
we're going. (laughs) (laughs) We're going deep. (laughs) (laughs) It's so amazing because my, I actually, I do Reiki um, as therapy. That's my, actually now we're doing EMDR, which is like, (gasps) oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. We're doing, we did like one session where I, Honestly, like I would put my whole life into my, my Reiki teacher's hands and be like, okay, like (laughs) fix it. (laughs) But it's, it's not her. It's, she's fixing, helping me fix myself. And totally. And it's really amazing. Like I found her in the weirdest way. Like the world works in such an interesting, like amazing, the universe is so amazing. And she knows what's going on. She knows what's, what's going to happen next. And you're just kind of like along for the ride. Like you may choose left or right, but like in the long run, she's going to win. She knows what's happening. So just let her have it. <laughs> if you stop like fighting it and just kind of floating with it, it's amazing what happens. I feel like I've been floating through my life for so long and a lot of people don't like it because I make them uncomfortable or I make them like see something in themselves that they don't like, or I'm doing something that they wish they could do or something like that. And, but now I like trust the universe. So I kind of just let her do her thing and I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. And you can feel when you're on the right path, you can feel it when everything like clicks into place in the moment I sat down in her office, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a lot of healing in here. Like I am going to like level up as a human in here. (laughs) And it's just so amazing. It was like my, I had a therapist and then she left and she recommended me to this other therapist and she was great. And then she left. And then she was like, I found you this holistic healer. I know it's not like talk therapy like we do, but I think you would really like it. And she recommended this girl and this woman just like had this day open. She was like, I have one appointment. Like I only have one appointment open and you can have it. And so, and it's amazing. Her journey and my journey are really similar. And so there's like times where I'm really in it and she's like, I know that there's one more layer. So just get in there and get that one more layer so we can clear all of this out of you and we don't have to think about it again we don't have to deal with it again it's gone and recently we tapped into my anger which is like a source of energy i've been denying myself for so long i think as women especially we're taught not to be angry and if we're angry it's like the worst thing you can be as a woman is be an angry woman. And there's so many things to be angry about as a woman. And it's just like, I have learned to like tap into that energy, not only when I feel angry or my teen angst just will never end. (laughs) Neither will mine. Yeah. It's forever. (laughs) I learned that I can like tap in there when I need confidence or if I need to like get shit done, I can tap into my anger and take over like the world. And it's really amazing how our body holds on to so many things that we don't even know it's holding on to. Like that ache in your back could be, you know, you fell the other day or it could be like a past trauma that was triggered recently just by like 
the universe happening because she shows us signs. She is like, this is some shit you got to work on and I'm going to keep throwing it in your face until you stop. Like, just stop it. (laughs) And it's just so amazing when like you just let yourself into it and you just are like, okay, I need like to just clear all this stuff. Cause I've always felt like I've been on the verge of something else like forever. Like I always feel like I'm in this reality, but I'm so close to like a different, like not universe, but just like a different space that other people aren't really allowed in. I've always felt like that energetic world I've always should be a part of, but couldn't get there because of all of this trauma and all of these things these people have done to me my whole life that just like I never let go of and it's just it's so beautiful when you just peel a layer back and you're like "Ah, okay that is off my shoulders (laughs) I had no idea that is that is leveling up right Mm. that is totally leveling up you are I'm just I can from your (laughs) Well, I think when you talk about, like, I would love to talk more about that energetic realm that you didn't feel like you could go into. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there, your newsletters that you, st- well, that you started writing. Yeah. Um, are- my inconsistent newsletters throughout now I, I won't, my I won't manic periods. I won't, I, won't, I won't do that with you. No, ma'am. I'm not doing that because what, um, that's that, the spurts, right? Mm. It's, and that's being authentic because we don't, those deep, really powerful feelings that you have that you convey, right? Mm-hmm. They, they are so authentic because they come when you want to share them. Claudia. Yeah. That's what really, really gets me. And your voice, there is a bigger realm. There is a bigger audience that mm. really needs to hear what you guys are talking about. Yeah. And, and your views, um, people, like, like you say, like might view them as radical, mm-hmm. right? but we have to get rid of that radical word, right? in my opinion, like the, the patriarchy um, has used that word radical against women mm-hmm. and against the black community. Yep. And it's, it's not, you know what, you know, what's radical. Okay. <laughs> like I don't, don't see now I'm getting like, Ooh, my feet, my energy is going like, What's radical is uh, the fact that things are the way they are right Mm. now, right? And the fact that any community of people would have to be radical just to be heard and be in their own skin, in their own space. Yeah. You know, that's what gets me. There's yeah. so many things that get me. Forget it. Women's issues and body acceptance and on. And I mean, I, I you know, I, yeah. I would, I would, you know, there's just so much that I'm really excited about that you guys will be talking about. That is so important, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's great because like I can get like super heady and like, you know, I have a lot of 
vocabulary to talk about energy and I have experience with healers in the past and stuff but it's Crystal radiates energy she just like radiates positivity and like she wants she makes you want to like believe in good in the world again Crystal's the type of person who will see a car accident on the side of the road, get out of her car, and stay with the person until the ambulance shows up. Oh, Crystal. She is a magical rainbow human. She's, she's like, I just got chills thinking about you doing that. <laughs> yeah. Stop. You're going to make me cry. I will touch with my emotions. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't know. There's just, I, I don't know if that's something I've always had. I just, I always feel like, I don't know, it's almost like a, like your duty as a human is to spread love and compassion and to connect with other humans. So I feel like that's just what I try to do every day. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, sometimes sometimes it happens in crazy ways, like on the side of uh, you know Sunrise Highway at ten thirty. <laughs> um, wow. It, yeah, it's impactful too. You know, it, it, and it's, it's one of those crazy things too. I was a little like shell shocked after that um, because it, it was a pretty severe car accident actually. Um, and I only have like very basic first aid training, but. The, nobody was there yet. The, the ambulance, the cops hadn't showed up yet. So I just, you know, tried to do what I could. Um, but I had a moment though, where I was, you know, I was, I crawled into the car. The driver was stuck in the driver's side. Um, other people, like one other car pulled over. They, they had pulled the other two people out of the car and I was holding the driver and it was just very surreal. Um, it, it, I get, it's so vivid. Um, I could feel, you know, I, I felt his, his, the warmth of his skin. I was, I was stabilizing his head because their car had flipped into a tree. So I, I was concerned that he had a spinal injury. So I didn't want to move him yet. And he was pinned on the one side. So, um, so I was just holding him and it was just, it was probably one of the most real vivid experiences I've ever had in my life so far. Um, because I could feel him going in and out of consciousness without he like, you know, he was unresponsive. So he wasn't saying anything. He wasn't moving. He wasn't doing anything like that, but you can feel like somebody's life. You can mm-hmm. feel their life energy like fading and coming back and fighting for it. Um, so that was like a really impactful moment for me in life. But, but yeah, you know, I tried my best and, uh, you know, everything else was out of my control. But I'm glad that I was like the one person that stopped because, you know, we're on a huge busy highway. It was only me and one other, one other person that stopped to try to do anything which was also crazy too. That was like eye-opening for me too. All these like hundreds of cars going by just, and you know, they'll slow down to look, to rubberneck, but nobody did anything actually. So that was a really interesting, like life-altering experience for me. So 
when you said that you could feel um the life his life energy right like that's not something that people can really feel on a on a regular no no definitely not you know that is a very very special thing to be able to even recognize or be Mm -hmm. cognizant of um what made you think that uh what made you aware of a potential spinal injury it was i you know honestly i'm not sure i i guess i just assessed the situation how the car had flipped and he was sort of like dangling. I don't know. I, I guess I just like had a feeling about it. So I, I climbed in and again, he was pinned. Uh, a, a gentleman that was helping them before I got there, he was actually trying to yank him out. But so I said, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, if, you, if he does have a spinal injury, you could kill him uh, unintentionally, obviously. So I climbed in and I just, I stabilized his head and neck until the paramedics arrived. I don't know why wow. I thought to do that. I just, that was just my- It was instinct. instinct. Yeah. Yeah, but it's instinct. But I here's something. I don't have that instinct. Oh, there they go. They are worried about that story. They feel your energy. They want to- They want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> they want to make sure you're all right. But that's not, that's not the norm. That's not, it's not something that um, I have. Right? either <laughs> oh, right oh okay <laughs> i don't know that's happened to me like before too with uh with an animal actually remember i don't know if you remember claudia remember when i rescued that little like duckling Do you no i don't Ooh, oh, story okay. time <laughs> yeah this is a, well it, cause please it's the same thing with the life energy it's happened to me twice that's why i thought it was like a normal thing so I rescued this little duckling. Um, he, he wasn't around like any other ducks or anything. I was actually crawfishing with my friend in the woods and he like got washed down river. So he, I'm assuming he fell in out of the nest or something. Um, so I took him, I was gonna bring him to, um, you know, like a bird sanctuary. So I just needed to wait until the weekend um, to, to drive him there. And unfortunately, he, I guess, because he, I don't know, I was trying to feed him, I was trying to get him to, to drink water, but I guess just because he wasn't near his mom, and he was newly hatched, he, he passed away. But you know, I saw I noticed that like, he was lethargic, he was having trouble keeping his head up. So I was holding him and I was trying to, you know, like warm him up or something like that. And yeah, thing I could feel the life energy when you know, his eyes would close and you could sort of feel it like going away. And then he would try to like come back and his eyes would open for a second. So that went on for like, I don't know, maybe three minutes. And then, and then he passed away. So that, yeah, that was a weird experience for me as well. I got extremely emotional after that. I named him Chip. I was really sad that he passed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wow. You know, I, I'm really going to, uh, I'd really like to send you that empath stuff that is, and it's great. Like that's these conversations in my opinion are, you know, so amazing because 
how did you even know that that wasn't the norm unless you started to talk about it? Yeah. 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 I thought everybody felt that all the time. <laughs> that's no. That's your superpower. You didn't even sure. know. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. See, it's interesting because, you know, I'm an English major and Anne's a writer and Crystal's brilliant. So like, <laughs> we all know that like, having the language to communicate what you're feeling, what your experience is, just having a word, like you said, you, you trained like in Reiki so that you wouldn't be like some woman just being like, <laughs> give me your hand. I'm going to help you. <laughs> you know, you now when people hear Reiki, it's what you were doing before. It's just got a word to it. So people understand it now. So we can like, like Crystal has the superpower and, but she didn't have like the, you know, the person or the words or anything to explain her experience to someone else. So like, I don't know, just like having the language to talk about these things, I think is very important. And I think that spreading it and talking to other people about it is what we have to do because the three of us are very energetic like literally and <laughs> metaphysically <laughs> oh, oh my god that was great <laughs> but awesome. yeah i think it's amazing and i like you said like through words and stuff so like through your singing and uh -huh. through your band with paul and the two of you together yep. Paul is Anne's husband, who is my mom's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> From junior high. Isn't that for, funny? Yeah, for their whole lives. And uh, yeah, so when you sing, do you feel like you are connecting with the people you are singing to on a spiritual level? Or Oh, yeah. that is such you, a great question. Yeah, did you find singing through your interests in touching other humans? Like, how did, how did that come about? Thanks. Um, I appreciate the question. And it's, uh, it's really great because just yesterday I had a great um, example of uh, how is, is singing healing for me, right? So I, I talk in chakras and energetics, right? So that's my throat chakra, okay? So um, what I do during the day, my day job is one of the things is guided meditation and teaching people how to meditate. That's vocal, right? And it's a very soothing, calming tone of voice that I use, right? And I'm trying to get people to just be calm and relax deeply. But my night job as a musician playing guitar and singing, you know, my voice is really big, really big and loud and in your face, like very energetic. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to sing love songs at all. I like the guts, <laughs> like your heart destroyed and you're living on the street and everything is so bad and it's tragic. I love that. Do you want it? <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. Let's clap it out. 
<laughs> the pops <laughs> it's funny because when we recorded the other day at, she was at her apartment her cat was like climbing on her and like climbing up onto her face basically and onto the microphone and was like sniffing it and like hitting it and we're just like cracking up and we're like <laughs> Well, you know, Estelle is making an appearance today. <laughs> she can't help it. It's her, em- it's, it's literally her empath. Yeah. yeah. She literally can't, and that's going to happen. It, it can keep on happening, right? It's, so. it's amazing the way that she connects with animals. Like she has like the biggest heart. It's honestly amazing. And she the closer we've gotten the more we've talked like on a deeper level and i Mm -hmm. don't she's always been super confident like i have always felt just like confidence reading off of her like i just feel it and when i first met crystal i was like a little intimidated because she just felt so confident and so strong and so sure of herself yeah and it's so funny like you know people project these things and you don't know what's going on inside. And, and then when you crack it open, it's so nice inside. And then you just want to crawl in and live in there forever. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little side talk about how amazing you are. (laughs) Yeah. And that you can't help it with the animals. You can't because that's your, you're an empath and that's going to happen for you, you know? And, um, and if it's okay, I'll, I would love to, you know, send you stuff about that because it's really a gift. And those animals, like Claudia was telling me about the cat at your apartment and that just, you can't help it. You're like, um, what is they called? Peter Pan? No. (laughs) Who is the guy with the flute and that attracts all the animals? There's somebody, but anyway, that's what I'm getting. Yeah. I'm not sure. Piper. Peter Piper, That's yeah. You. You're the Pied Piper. <laughs> you are the Pied Piper. I was trying to figure out what was I was getting, like some like really weird past life stuff, but that's it. Okay. Yeah, so singing. Yeah, that's okay. Yesterday um we had a show and uh we had a we had a, played for a couple of hours and um I do a song, like I was saying, of like a big voice. Have you ever Y'all are young. Have you ever heard of Four Non Blondes? No. (laughs) They do a song called What's Up, right? And you might, maybe you'll recognize when I do this. There's a song, right? Woman's big voice and she goes, Hey, yeah, yeah. Nothing. That's it. Hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, that is a big, big, vo- big vocal song. And I'm yesterday I'm playing guitar and I'm singing it and I'm at a freaking apple orchard, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like not a bar, you know, or not any place like that. And I'm really getting into it. My body, the energy is just coming from my body, emanating from my voice because there's a line in the song, right? That mm-hmm. I want everybody to hear that and it's it says um it's a for we're waiting for a revolution right and mm-hmm. she screams revolution really loud so i've got to get really ready for like yelling that you know wow revolution and i want people i'm at an orchard 
I want people to wake up and like have a revolution. That uh-huh. is what I'm going for. I'm not like, I should be out there like apple picking time with my acoustic <laughs> guitar and like, woo, yeah, you know, and being No, you're waking and, people up. You're like, And I wake want up. to wake people. I want to shake people mm-hmm. with my voice. At, that's when I sing in the band. I want to wake people up. I want them to feel in something in their guts. I want them to walk away feeling something, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that maybe they weren't able to release, but they can release it through music. Yeah. That is a different kind of energy healing, right? Yeah. Wow. And it's healing for me, but it is also very, very depleting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're giving people like, I feel like when you, when you're projecting like that or you're, you want people to like feel something that want is the draining part. Like when you go through life and you're just like not wanting things to happen, they kind of just happen. But like that passion and that fire and everything, just like everything is going into that one word. And you're like, listen to me, wake up, just do it. And it's like, you're putting your whole heart and soul into it. Of course it's draining. You're draining yourself because you're trying to give it to everyone else. You're trying to like give a piece of you to all of these people and you're radiating it so far out that you're touching so many people. It's, it's amazing. I feel like if it's the least I can do, right. (laughs) We all have to do something. Yeah. We all, um, as women have got to start to find our voice Mm -hmm. and start to project that voice and to use it for the greater good, you know, for sure, for sure. Wow. Well, I feel like that was a great conversation. (laughs) That was so fun. (laughs) It was so good. And I feel like that's a great place to end, you know, telling, you know, ladies, we have to use our voice, take up our space. And we have to like unite and be together because that's when we're all confident and in ourselves and united, like we're a fucking force (laughs) and it's scary in a good way. It's going to change things. So hopefully these conversations help. (laughs) They will. Thank you so much, Anne. This was so enlightening. I loved hearing about your story, what you do. And I loved learning about myself too through our conversation. It was really, really great. We definitely got to have you back on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to come back. (laughs) We got to talk more. There's so many things to talk about still. (laughs) We haven't even scratched the surface, have we, right? (laughs) But what we need more of this supporting each other as women. We have to support each other, right? Mm-hmm. Is the way things are aligned right now that's to break us apart, right? Yeah. But we really, really need to uh, no com- no competition. Yeah. Unity, no, com- yeah. no comparison. Exactly. You bring your gift. You bring your gift. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, great! Thank you again, Anne. Oh, yeah, thanks thank for having you so me. Much. Are you kidding me? For oh. sure. For sure. <laughs>